As you listen carefully this morning to Mrs. Bytoff as she read uh, from the Acts of the Apostles, um, the, the apostles were uh, extorting people. They were t- encouraging people to really live their faith, to, to do it to its fullness and to do it with, with great joy. And everywhere they, as we read these Acts of the Apostles throughout the Easter season, it seems that everywhere they go, there's this, there's this great welcome and great, um, Concern that they they want to embrace Christianity Christianity to its fullest. They're ready. They're willing. We heard how they shared things in common. How they reached out to other people. And now today we come to this new uh, uh, piece of scripture that that really puts the force behind our willingness to be true disciples of Christ, to be true imitators of Christ, and it's Christ's commandment to love one another. You know, we think about that. All of us have a common need. Everyone in this room, we all want to know that, that, that we love, that we are loved, and that we can love. You know, uh, Mother Teresa said that the, the um, hunger for love is the greatest hunger this world ever had, and that God is that love. In, in other words, she says that the more our hearts are open to God, the greater capacity we have to love others. And she reminds us that of something we already know, that, that human love is very limited. It involves often control or possession or dependence and other elements of, of being unfree. And she reminds us that God's love has no limits, none, none at all. If we think about uh, even you know, what Jesus did for, for us on the cross, that last, um, that last day when that thief hung on that cross... He forgave his sins. He, he loved him into the kingdom. Today you will be with me in paradise. You know, and, and uh, this morning in the Office of Readings, St. Maximus of Turin said, if a thief could receive the grace of paradise, how can we refuse God's forgiveness? How could we refuse his love for us and not want to follow him, not want to um, be his mirrored image in our life? Yesterday I had uh, confirmation. And uh, 39 in our class this year, 38 were confirmed yesterday. I did one at the Easter vigil because uh, her sister was graduating from college yesterday and they wanted to have a special day with all their, their children. So, But um, yesterday I, I was thinking about all those gifts that, that are given to them and, and all the gifts that are given to us uh, um, by God and, and sealed in us. And, and, and the encouragement is to go out and use those gifts and to perfect them as God sees it. You know, one of the things I said to them was that, um, you know, we don't know what, what, when we're going to use those gifts, but God's already preparing us somewhere to use it. You know, it could be 30, 40 years from now that someone says, oh, I remember on May 14th, I got the gift of the Holy Spirit, and this was one of the gifts I had. I'm glad I got to use it today. You know, or, or maybe we'll never know. You know, maybe we'll never know where God has sent us, what God has done for us, what God has, how God has used us to bring another uh, into the fullness of his love, into the fullness of his kingdom. And I reminded them yesterday that as we say yes to God, uh, the unknown's not fearful. The unknown is an adventure. 
Because we're going to go out there now and be uh, the, the, the eyes of Christ. We're going to see uh, in our brothers and sisters the need that they have. We're going to hear with our ears. We become the ears of Christ to be, to be listening for that person who just needs us. Or, or once it has to be heard. Or our feet and our hands, our, you know, our bodies are used to, to walk with one another, to journey with one another. Again, mirroring those early apostles, the early church. As we reached out, as they reached out to each other, we reach out to each other. And we fulfill that promise to love one another as Christ has loved us. You know, we don't have to look far to find that we at times don't feel that. You know, there are times you and I feel that we're unwanted, unneeded, unnecessary, uh, unloved from family members, from, you know, people we work with, people we sit next to in church. Uh, we live in a world that's divided by polemic uh, political rhetoric. We have fear to live our life uh, as we as we once did. Uh, we're afraid to go out because there there are all these wars. There's carjackings, shootings, uh, all these things that 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 scare us. And 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 we have a choice to either live in fear or live in love, live in hope. Even in the church, sometimes we we're looked down upon, we're scorned, we're ridiculed, we're unwelcomed, we're rejected. Like that thief on that cross, we live in hope. We live, we live in, in the knowledge that Christ is, is ready to reach out to us. So love is a gift. The greatest gift that God could give us. Even, even St. Paul reminds us of that. We hear it at many weddings. You know, we can have everything, Paul says. We, we can know everything. We can experience everything. But if we don't have love, we have nothing. Nothing. So Jesus says to us today, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I loved you, that you should love one another. And by it, everyone's going to know that you're my disciple if you have love for one another. I think the question for us is, do we allow that to be seen? Is, Is that love seen in us by others? You know, sometimes when we're with people for a long time, we sort of just grow used to one another and we forget to, to remind each other that, that we're loved. We just sort of take it for granted. You know, you're still here, so I guess you love me. <laughs> but, you know, but, 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 but God's asking us always to, to really reach out to others because we're disciples to use that love, um, and not to live in the, the evil one's, uh, cold and callous, as a cold and callous minion of, of Satan. Yeah. Are we true disciples? Do we love as Christ loved us? Do we show it? There's a story a long time ago when I was a chaplain at one of the high schools. I remember this story, um, story about a French, uh, painter, um, Augustus Gustave Doré. And he was very famous, very, started very young. At five years old, they thought he was a genius. He was drawing and he's known for his illustrations of the Bible. He was known for a lot of his wood carvings. And in the days when those of us who are travelers might remember those days when you had to have your passport with you everywhere you went in Europe and you couldn't cross borders. And he, he lost his passport and he got to the border and the guard was not going to let him in. And he's, he's told him, well, you know, I'm you know, Augustus Gustave Doré. <laughs> and the guard's like, it could be anybody. You know, everybody comes here and tells me they're somebody when they don't have a passport. 
And so, uh, you know, to give the guy a chance, the, the guard gave him a, a piece of paper and a pencil and said, see that group of people standing over there, draw them and I'll, I'll make a decision. And, and Doré took that pencil and a paper and quickly uh, sketched them and, and the, the artist or the, uh, the um, guard recognized immediately this is him. This is the one we, that he, he truly is who he says. And, and, you know, and I just think of that when I hear that I give you a new commandment. Love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should love one another. And by this, everyone will know you. Your identity will be exposed. You are one of my disciples if you have love for one another. Do we? Do we?